He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. Corey Taylor. Oh, Andrew. There's my guy. There he is. Who would you rather talk to, Andy or the body? Oh, I mean, come on. We go so far back with the body. You know how it is. Yeah, let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Great to hear your voice again, my friend. You too, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. You know, after uh, the craziness of this morning and the big announce of Knotfest Iowa, I think it's safe to say that everybody has lost their collective minds, but in a good way. (laughs) Well, thank God somebody is. (laughs) I mean, this is an epic homecoming, my friend. Saturday, September 25th, Indianola Balloon Grounds, which, by the way, hallowed ground for several laser fests of years past, including the uh, 2011 show, which you co-headlined with Stone Sour. What a gorgeous backdrop that'll be for the chaos we know is going to happen. That'll be rad, man. You know, I mean, it's the cool thing is, is there's so much history there. You know, for everybody, not just for me, but for everybody. You know, it's just one of those rad places where I can remember going up there as a kid. You know, so bringing Knotfest out there and really being able to set something up huge and make something fun, you know, especially with this lineup, I mean, it's going to be massive, you know. And I and I, I think we're going to be adding stuff as things goes on, you know. It, it, there'll be, you know, more announced. But, yeah, I mean, just with the names that we have right now, it's just going to be... It's probably one of my favorites, to be honest. How could it not be? Faith No More, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Gojira, Trivium. I mean, yeah. the list goes up. Tech Nine? Come on, man! Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, we're, we're, we are firing all the cannons, getting ready to bring this thing home, man. And, you know, my son's band, which is going to be great. You know, me and Clown get to you know, be dads and watch them rock, and then... We go and do our show. Vended is a part of this show, and your role as a dad, what an amazing opportunity for your son, Griffin. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked, man. You know, we were originally going to have them do uh, some stuff with us a couple of years ago. And obviously, you know, COVID kind of put the kibosh on all that stuff. But, uh, you know, that's allowed them to really start to kind of get into their own skin, like, you know, find themselves and and explore, and they're, they're really starting to, to come into their own, and they're, they're garnering a lot of interest, which is rad, man. So I'm, I'm really, really still. Coming out of the year we all endured as a people, talk about the importance of a show like this, especially here in your home state, Corey. It's one of those things, we can't kick off any type of Knotfest, run Knotfest, anything, without doing it at home. You know, it's the place that made us, it's the place that grew us, the place that never forgot us, you know, and we've never forgotten it. So for us to be able to be in the position to put together those special shows for the the hometown crowd, you know, you know, when I was younger and we were growing up, we were always looking for that tour to come through town that everybody was talking about, you know, whether it was in magazines or, you know, know, talking to fans across the world, you know, we're waiting for that, that tour to come through town, that big tour that was going to come through town. And nine times out of ten, they would always avoid Iowa, you know? So when we started really building the Knotfest brand, it was 
very important for us to be able to make sure that we could do something very special for Iowa every time. You know, something above and beyond, outside of our normal not fest tours and stuff. Do something that's really amazing and exciting for the fans because we remember being an Iowa fan. And we remember, you know, being really bummed when shows wouldn't come through. So we've always tried to pay back to the people who we came from. Our limited run of Laser pre-sale tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Members of Laser TNA will get the code and have the ability to buy tickets at a discount and over a week before the general public gets their hands on them. Ticketmaster or NotFest.com for that. Speaking of the NotFest website, Corey, a sneaky co-headline I happened to cross while perusing earlier was confirmation that Slipknot has indeed returned to the studio to begin working on some new music soon. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're... uh we got a bunch of really cool stuff, man. You know, it was something that we just kind of started kicking around, obviously, in in quarantine. And Clown hit me up. He was like, hey, like, you know, we're going to start working on some music. Are you down? I was like, absolutely. You know, like, you know, just start sending me some stuff and we'll start figuring it out. So they started putting together some rad music, man. Like, really cool stuff that made me start thinking outside my own box and challenging myself. And it was it was cool because I got excited again about exploring some different stuff and not just being so, you know, driven in my own thing, but like thinking outside and trying to tell other people's stories again. And that's kind of where I'm going with this new uh, Slipknot album, you know, is trying to tell other people's stories and not just my own. And uh, it's, it's feeling pretty rad, man. Like, I can't wait for people to hear it. With talk of a new album, there's always the anticipation of presentation in terms of aesthetics, especially when oh, yeah. it comes to things like the masks. Can you tell me, is there a definite theme when you talk about the metamorphosis of Slipknot's look over time or an end game where you eventually become completely, I don't know, unmasked at some point? Right. Well, I don't know if we're going to be unmasked ever. You know, I saw what happened with Kiss, and we were like, eh, no, we're not going to do that. Right. <laughs> but... At the same time, man, I mean, the mask has always been a part. It's been a part of us forever. You know, the mask is king. And uh, for us, you know, especially people like me and Clown and, and, you know, the guys in the band that really allow those masks to evolve, it's important for it to be a reflection of who we are in that music, you know. And I can tell you that the the mask I'm working on is <laughs> disturbing. It's very... It's going to be hard to look at, and uh, it's going to be, it'll probably be my favorite mask that I've ever put together. It's a little bits and pieces of, of things that have intrigued me, of masks that I've had in the past, and uh, it's going to have a, a devil-may-care kind of terror to it, oh, put wow. it that way. That's cool. <laughs> Corey Taylor is my special guest. NotFest Iowa was unveiled this morning, Saturday, September 25th, which, by the way, is two days after my birthday, Corey, so this is going to be a hell of a weekend for me. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> right? <laughs> Indianola Balloon Grounds is the spot. Slipknot, Faith No More, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Gojira, Trivium, and many others. You know, one of the coolest things about the State Fair show of 2019 was that it was a show that people traveled from all over the world to see, and I see NotFest Iowa being a destination show like that, too. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. You know, people came from all over the place. People still talk about it, you know, and we actually filmed that uh, with, the, with, with the intentions of putting it out, and obviously COVID kind of, you know, put the kibosh on that, uh, but I, I still believe that's going to come out sometime soon. I know, knowing Clown, he's, 
like working on it and perfecting it and whatnot. He's a little distracted with the new music right now. But, um, you know, the cool thing about that is that not only is it a way for the fans to kind of come from all over, uh, you know, the country, uh, but it's a cool way for us to reconnect with our families, too. You know, like backstage was like hanging out at a family reunion, dude. I mean, these are people that we you know, come up in the scene with 25 years ago. There were people, you know, there were family members that I was hanging out with. There were, you know, uh, you know, kids of friends that I hadn't seen since they were babies. You know, it was a really rad kind of, I can't even say fraternal, but it was more like a familial feel to everything that was going on backstage. And it didn't feel overwhelming. It felt very uh, positive, felt really welcoming. Man, you know, even from my sort of outsider's perspective, I could feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were we were all hanging out, and it was almost like there were so many people there. We didn't have enough time to hang out with everybody because we were constantly running to different groups. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, I love the fact that we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of the release of one of the most brutal and punishing albums ever recorded, named after mm-hmm. your home state, and it is Iowa that is blessed with Knotfest. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been talking uh, with a lot of people because, like, uh, for, uh, like, retrospectives, and the more I talk about it, the more these visions keep coming to mind of the whole process of making that album and what we went through to make that album and the weird stress that we put on ourselves that was completely different than the the pressure that everybody else was trying to put on us. You know, we kind of, we all just kind of, you know, we shirked all of that other weird pressure from like the labels and management. There was like, we need like eight, wait and bleed. That's what we need. Mm. It's like, no, you're not going to get that. Just, (laughs) just shut up and get out of our face. <laughs> but the pressure that we were putting on ourselves was not only to top what we had done on the first album, but to really go beyond and really set the tone for being able to just throw curveballs at our fans for the rest of our career. It was like, do you think you know what you're going to get from us? Think again. We are going to challenge your expectations every time until you just Give yourself up to the fact that you're just going to have to wait to hear what's coming, and you'll never guess where we're going. So that was like the first step, and that was us really trying to set the tone, not only for how dark that album would be, but also just for where we were going to go in our career. What's it feel like to have reached the point in your career with this band that you're now surpassing these milestones and, and no doubt feeling the gravity of all you've accomplished when you look at your body of work? I mean, it's weird, you know, I mean, it's definitely, start getting into the 20s, and your knees start to hurt, you know, <laughs> you're just like, ah, God, you know? <laughs> you're feeling your back, and you're like, you know, I, I, keep have, I keep having to remind myself that I had, you know, spinal surgery, uh, and <laughs> because, you know, just because of all the damage that we've done to ourselves in this band, you know, I mean, it's not unlike being on a football team, or, you know, being in mixed martial arts, man, it's insane. You know, so the fact that we are trying to find different ways to elevate our game after all these years and to, you know, commit the same type of passion to some of these songs that maybe we're different people now than when we wrote that stuff. But we still have the same passion for how much we love that music to, to try and infuse it with that new type of energy. That's been the challenge. It's, you know, it's kind of almost renew that 
that that anger, you know, and make it something that can be embraced by everyone. But it also, there's a sense of pride, you know, um, especially when you look at the fact that nobody thought we would last a year. Nobody thought we, you know, I mean, even us, we were like, you know, we were going to break up after the first album. Mm. And because <laughs> we just thought it would be so punk rock, you know. And here we are, you know, 20 plus years later, you know, I mean, tw- you know, 26 since I joined the band. Jeez. Or, and, I mean, it's it's insane. So I'm uh, I'm pretty proud of that, man. And, I'm, I, and I know the rest of the guys are, too. We're really excited about Knotfest, Iowa, Saturday, September 25th at the Indianola Balloon Grounds. Also want to make mention, though, Corey, that we get to see you much sooner than September 25th. We're excited to see you at the Horizon Event Center on the CMFT Tour. And, uh, you know, coming up June 17th, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're really stoked. Uh, we're actually, we've just passed the one-week mark on this tour, man, and it's been uh, it, it's been exciting. You know, like, obviously, we were all kind of nervous at first trying to you know kind of get through the uh you know see how everything was going to go with like the the quarantining and you know the social distancing and and making sure that everybody was doing it right and doing it safe and so far man it has been a great success you know we've had no issues we've had no uh retroactive issues you know with uh people being in 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 contact uh it's been it's been very encouraging and since we're basically the first national tour to really go out everybody's been watching us and i think because we've had this success that's why we've seen so many things start to get uh announced you know so i'm I'm pretty proud of the fact that we've been able to show that you can do this and you can do it right and you can do it safely uh and everybody is having an absolute blast dude we play a different set every night cool i love this album i've told you as much um and i think this is some of your best work um and and i can't wait to see these songs live Corey. i mean that's going to be it's going to be amazing yeah dude i'm I'm really really excited for people to see this you know and we're playing the majority of the the cmft album uh we're playing a bunch of stuff from stone sour uh some slipknot uh some covers we're just having fun man and the more people see it and they get it and they just, and the cherry bombs are killing it, man. They're doing a, a truncated version of Macabre. And I mean, they're doing all the trimmings. They've got the fire, the aerial, the, the grinders, the dance. They've got the, I mean, it's crazy. And it's such a fun package. Um, and I know, you know, there's a handful of tickets left. I, can, I encourage everyone, if you want a good rock and roll bombastic night, come down and see this tour. It's going to be rad. Cannot wait for June 17th. Again, that shows at the Horizon Event Center. Finally, Corey, before I let you go, you know, you, you were talking about curveballs earlier, and I like to throw curveballs at you every once in a while. Um, oh, boy. I mean, we've talked at length about the time you moved my mom. We don't need to go there this time around. I did that, absolutely. But if I'm going to, you know, throw a curveball at you this time around, I don't know if anybody's pointed out to you yet that Slipknot becomes eligible for the Rock Hall of Fame next year. <laughs> I propose we get you inducted and right all of the wrongs of the past by also inducting Priest and Scorpions and a bunch of other bands that we know deserve their spot. Well, you're not wrong. And I, I got to tell you, if we, I mean, first of all, I don't care about that hall. I, I, I think it's a, it's a pile of garbage. They don't honor anything except pop music, really. And they only really induct real rock bands when they have to cave 
the pressure. They've disrespected so many bands over the past uh, by putting others in before the ones that actually deserve it. That I would probably go the way of the Sex Pistols. I'd be like, your help, your hall is a sham. Uh, I don't care if I'm a part of it or not. Uh, you have no idea what the spirit of rock and roll is actually about. So take this and shove it up your, you know what? And uh, so, I mean, that's basically where I'm at, you know. And uh, obviously I'm not getting any brownie points. And I probably won't ever be nominated, but I don't really care. Well, you know, they say that the fans do have a say over these things. And if that is truly the case, then maybe you just leave it up to your faithful. Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I don't think the, I don't think the faithful would actually care if we were in it to begin with. Maybe it's not going to stop us from playing. That's cool. You know, it's not like you know. I mean, think about it. You know, the football players. You know, they retire and then they go in. We're still going. You know, why would I want to go in the Hall of Fame when we're still killing? <laughs> you have lots yet to accomplish, my friend. There is no doubt about that. We're excited about the new stuff coming. We're excited to see you June seventeenth for CMFT, and of course, Not Fest Iowa hitting the Indianola Balloon Ground Saturday, September twenty fifth. Corey, it is always great to catch up with you. One of these days, when it's safe to do so, I'm going to fly out to Vegas and we're going to hang out. You damn right. You know, and me and the wife are going to make you dinner, and we're going to have a good hang. We'll bring the, bring the kids. We'll get our kids together. Let's have a good time, my friend. We miss you. We miss you as well, my friend. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Don't be a stranger, and uh, look forward to seeing you very soon. Absolutely, my brother.